0: on YouTube, doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. I just want to say that true crime cases are something that I've been reading about. And I want to say that I don't mean any harm or disrespect or anything. And sometimes the cases can be really, really scary But I try to do true crime and creepy things Tuesday. So this recording might be up twice. And I just want to say I don't mean any harm, disrespect, or any hurtfulness. I'm just giving you the facts of the cases and letting everyone know that this is what I found. This is a case people have been talking about. This is a case that people are thinking about. I have looked into a lot of cases and I don't want to just... I don't want anyone to feel disrespected if I say their name wrong you can try to correct me I might try to be able to pronounce it right I might not be able to due to my learning problem but I just want to say that I don't mean any disrespect to anyone ever and I hope that you all understand that I'm just giving you the facts and sometimes I may or may not give you my opinion or I could just tell you like hey this is my opinion based on what they're saying like not even a I know this personally but like more of a like a this is what people are leaning towards, and do I agree or disagree, but a lot of the time, I don't really know. So I'm gonna say like, this could be my opinion, but I really don't know them personally or know the case personally. So it really is like, a, this is what has been said. So this is what the opinion of other people have been. And I hope y'all understand that I don't mean any disrespect, harm, and I do not suggest you do any of this stuff that people have done. And I hope that this stuff doesn't continue to happen and I hope y'all enjoy the cases and I hope y'all learn from them more importantly and I hope you all understand better that hey this is what happens let's be careful let's learn from this let's learn from this let's try to get a new law in let's try to do this let's try to keep it from happening again okay. Okay, today I'm gonna to talk about for a fine new show Friday. It's Unsolved oh, it's Mysteries, is American mystery document television series created by John Carresco and Terry Danner. Cold case and paranormal phenomenon. It begins as a series of seven special, presented by. Roman, Barra Curl, and Robert, beginning on NBC on January 20, 1987, becoming a full-fledged series on October 5, 1988, hosted by Stack. After nine seasons on NBC, the series moved to CBS for its 10th season on February 13, 1997, after adding Virginia Madison as a co-host during Season 11 failed to boost with ratings. CBS canceled the series after only two seasons. Twelve episodes run on June 11, 1999. The series was reviewed by Lifetime in 2000 with season 12 beginning on July second, two 2001. Unsolved Mysteries aired 130 episodes on Lifetime with her ending on September 20, 2002 and Ended that with stark illness and eventual death. After a six-year absence, the series was re-secured by Spike in 2007. began airing on October 13, 2008. This new revival version was hosted by Dennis, who mainly tied together repackaged segments from the original episode. Fiona hosted 175 episodes before the series ended on April 27, 2020. Congross murders mountains a website for the show featuring popular accounts and ongoing cool cases with a link to an online forum should a viewer have information on an unsolved crime. As of 2017, the show maintained a YouTube page where viewers can submit their own mysteries if accepted unsolved mysteries post the video of a viewer describing the mystery that same year film rise worldwide digital destruction right to the series and announced its intent to re-release update versions of its episodes these shows are currently streaming on amazon prime tube tv and its own dedicated channel on pluto tv in the United States, and the United Kingdom. Since February 27th, the Spike episode has been officially posted on YouTube, in eight seasons. Overview. Unsolved Mysteries use a document format to profile real-life mysteries and feature real enchantment of unsolved crimes, missing person cases, conspiracy theories, and unexplained paranormal phenomena. Aliens, UFOs, ghosts, secret society, secret history. The concept was created in a series of brief specials produced by John. Okay, I think we just... The pilot of what eventually became known as Unsolved Mysteries was a special that aired on NBC. January 20th, 1987. In 1988, the show debuted as a weekly program on NBC. Updates, viewers were occasionally given updates on success stories where suspects were brought to justice and loved ones were reunited. The show itself has been credited for being increased attention to certain cases and thus allowing them to be solved. One episode featured a video of arsonists filming an unidentified house being burned down, while he was given stage community once it had been featured on the show. Fears were able to identify the house involved and two suspects were arrested. Broadcast history. NBC 1987 and 1997. The show first aired on NBC from 1987 to 1997. The pilot episode was so so bad. Roman, who also hired the hosts, further special. When the series began a full-length program, became a full length television program, stock became a full time lifetime spike. Okay, Netflix. As a 12 part reboot was announced by Deadline Hollywood on January 18, 2019, the series is being refreshed by Stranger Things executive producer Sean Weebly and his company, 21. Laps Entertainment along with Cosgrove Productions and Netflix and Marmor are show winners for the series with Sean and Josh become executive producers. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Unsolved. The 15th season of Unsolved Mysteries is a Netflix reboot of a long running American television series the show which documented and seeks to solve cold cases of paranormal phenomena. Unlike all previous seasons, there is no host or narrator in Netflix's reboot. However, an imagine of longtime host Robert, is shown in the title sequence of each episode. In 2017, the film and television documentary company acquired worldwide digital description rights to the original run Unsolved Mysteries. The company announced its intentions to release an update version of the show's episodes throughout multiple streaming platforms. This led to renew new interest in the series with original creator and Terry expressing interest in reviving the show on January, e, J, June, January 18, 2019. Netflix announced it had picked up a... Tr- 12 part reboot of the series. It was further the stranger things. The strange stuff of the 32 year old writer and video photographer Ray Rivers in Baltimore is explored. 38 year old hair salon owner Patrick Patricia, Patricia Evans vanished in a 13 minute world window of time only for their be a development in the case. Six hundred days later, the murder of the Dupont de Lunas family and the disappearances of the Xavier Dupont de Lunas are investigated. Alison Brooks goes missing after a party and is later found dead. Someone suspects a hate crime. Berkshire County resident recalled third. Encounter with a UFO in 1996. Leanne disappeared after she claimed to have knowledge of her missing stepfather's fate. The death of John P. Willers, the third, is explored because of identified woman who died in a hotel in Norway. Convicted murder, murderer, and offender. Lester escapes from the prison. People claim to see ghosts. The death of John remain is profile. The story of two what went missing within months of each other in Harlem in 1989. Now this one, it looks like it's from the Col- lay original. Unsolved Mysteries. Case that were actually solved. Right, I wanted to see how many cases they actually solved. Okay. For a show that has unsolved in its title, unsolved mysteries has actually solved plenty of cases over the years, more than two hundred and sixty to be specific, since its start in nineteen eighty-seven and end in twenty ten, and will a brand new Netflix review, The show has helped families uncover the truth about their friends or relatives for decades. The show is really interesting. It does definitely give you like a, um. Done it. It's a mystery. It could be anything. And I find it interesting that they have solved that many cases. That is really cool. When it first debuted, Unsolved Mysteries revollitized how audiences interact with TV by giving viewers the chance to help solve cold cases they saw it on each episode. With a call in tip line, viewers of the original series could report whatever information they knew. That was irrelevant to a specific case. In the new Netflix version the audience is encouraged to head to Unsolved Mysteries website where they can submit a tip for any of the episodes currently streaming and with all of those tips submitted over the years they've got to lead to some cracks in the case. According to the Unsolved Mystery website of the more than 1,300 mystery profile in over 130 episodes, half the cases featured wanted have been solved and more than 100 families have been reunited with lost loved ones and 7 individuals who were wrongly convicted of crimes have been uh, released. Here's a list of some of the most memorable uh, mysteries and mysteries have unraveled over the years. Hopefully, it will only grow longer with the Netflix reboot. Craig Williams, Season 6, Episode 23. When Craig Williams went missing, while on a business trip to Colorado Springs, his wife knew he had to be a lifestyle, but was convinced he was suffering from amnesia. Sure enough, Wilson saw a rerun of the unsolved mystery episode about his disappearance and recognized himself. He claimed that he has been beaten by two men and couldn't remember much else. Not even his wife his not even who his wife was. The two reunite but later divorce and remain friends. Bonnie Helm season eight episode Bonnie a young Florida mother disappeared just days after Christmas in 1992. Police believe she was dead, suspecting her husband, Michael Hinn, was responsible for her murder. While Bonnie's parents claim she left Michael intentionally, some of his relatives were convinced he had killed her. A piece of skull was found on Bonnie's former property, and Michael went to trial years later in 2019. He was found guilty of the murder or murdering his wife and was sentenced to life in prison. The Anthrax Murder, Season 12, Episode 13 When multiple. post curse became mysteriously ill in 2001. Doctors discovered with horror that they were suffering from Anthrax poisoning. <sighs> Just days earlier, a man had died from the same cause in Florida. As more and more anthrax letters were discovered around the country, the nation was left wondering who was sending them and why. Later in 2008, scientist Bruce was hospitalized after a drug overdose. Although he helped investigate the anthrax poisoning, he was actually a suspect himself. The FBI later closed the case, determining Dr. Ivan had been the anthrax killer all along. The Mysterious Stuff from Chain Doe, Season 7, Episode 11. One morning in 1987, Coroner Colin was called to help solve the case of a woman who fell at the bottom of a cliff in California. She was in her mid-twenties and had fallen down and died hours before. In the middle of the night, a cab driver was the last person to see the mysterious woman alive, and she was asked to take him as far as the money she Had was worth. The cause haunted the coroner until 26 years later when she was finally identified. DNA proved that the remains belonged to a 21 year old Holly J. Gloman who died of suicide. Danny and Keith Freeman, Season 2, Episode 6. A Freeman's family living in Oklahoma were struck by tragedy the house went up in flames one night in 1999, after the fire, Kathy Friedman's body was found, but her husband, Danny, daughter, Ashton, her daughter, friend were all missing. Kathy had been burned, but she hadn't died in the fire. She had been shot. When Danny was discovered, he had been shot, too. A different inmate claimed to be responsible for the death of the Freemans and the disappearance of the girls. But the real truth was later uncovered. Ronnie Dean Bisque was found responsible and was charged with four counts of first degree murder, two counts of kidnapping, one count of arson. Matthew Chase, Season 1, Episode 12. 22 year old Matthew Chase left to deposit his paycheck one day and never returned. His roommate grew worried after he disappeared and called the bank, where they found out that Matthew had made multiple transactions, but maybe he left any camera footage from the bank, showed Matthew the ATM with a strange figure standing behind him. Police suspected he had been abducted. Three months after he vanished, Matthew and his were found in Ravine in Pasadena, California. He had died of a gunshot wound, and Matthew's family Suspects, Dave, Bear, is the one responsible. Margaret Freshwater, Season 12, Episode 1. Margot Freshwater, a babysitter from Ohio, landed in prison for murder, but soon escaped with another inmate, fleeing for life as a fugitive. Freshwater sought help from lawyer Glenn Nash to get her boyfriend out of jail and Too soon began an affair. They went on a crime spree of their own, starting with the murder of a liquor store cashier and ending with the killing of a cab driver. The couple was charged with murder, but Nash was ruled insane and sent to a mental hospital, while Fisher stood trial and was sent to prison. She later vanished again, with no means to where she was heading. Freshware is eventually arrested after living under a different name, Taeyang Tion T-A-N-Y-A, and with her own family that was unaware of her past, she was taken back to prison, served her time, and has since been released. <laughs> J.C. McLean Season 1, Episode 18 J.C., a teenager in me, went from a job on August evening and didn't come back. Her body was found just two days later in the woods behind the local high school. While Joyce had been seen jogging toward the soccer field, nobody could come up with any clues to solve her murder or find who had been responsible. In 2016, 34 34 years after Joyce's jog, Philip Scott founder was arrested for Murray. He had been 19 when he killed the local teen and had stolen and crashed an oil truck the same night he killed her. Furman was found guilty in 2018. Elizabeth, Season 1, Episode 20. Entrepreneur Liz created a three-wheel vehicle called the Dow in 1974. Hoping to solve America's oil crisis, her invention was profiled in national magazines. But the author were doubtful about her milk curl car or if it even existed. As the police began to close in, Liz moved her children and fled to Miami, where she lived under another identity. And it was then discovered that she had another identity because she had been. Calculating, she had previously been living as a man named Sherry Dan Michael. Michael was wanted for counterfeiting in 1961 and for jumping bail in 1962 and was arrested and put on trial for conspiracy. theft, and fraud. Michael was convicted and released on bail, but in 1980 failed to show up in court. While Michael was missing for eight years after, a viewer who saw the episode called in just minutes later, identifying Jerry Dean Michael as a flower vendor named Catherine Elizabeth Johnson in Texas. Michael was sentenced to 34 months in prison and uh, discharged after two years. Yeah, but says Michael. Ali Bazaar, season nine, episode fifteen. When five-year-old Ali, babysitter, went inside for a minute and returned, the girl had vanished. It was 1993, and the search went on for days until the police brought in bloody hound bloodhounds to find her. One dog was on the trail for nearly 40 blocks, following the girl's scent, eventually leading to the highway. When the dog t- ride out t- tired out, a team of volunteers found the body of the highway in a wooded area. The police suspected Bizarre had been killed by someone living in her apartment complex, or a visitor to the complex. Eighteen years later, the case was solved. DNA samples proved that Nick Safter, Bizarre's neighbor, had killed her. Stafford died in two thousand and one. Mia or Maya. Zapata, season eight, episode nine. Mm. M was a promising young singer in the Seattle Korean music scene, but one night in 1993 she was mysteriously killed. While M was in town visiting some friends, she left an apartment around 2 a.m. and was later found raped and murdered, only miles away. But remained a mystery who committed the horrifying crimes for years, with some. Interesting investigation thinking it was somebody close to M. It was later determined to be a total random attack ten years after her death. South police do some DNA test to discover that Jesus Jesus a felon from Florida had killed Em with no connection to her. He was arrested, convicted of first degree murder, and sentenced to thirty six years in prison. Nancy Dadasman, Season 12, Episode 2. Alexis set a 26-minute timer. 26 minutes, starting now. Sorry, I had to. I'll lose track of what I'm doing. After two teenagers discovered a body by the side of their own Connecticut, The county coroner later determined that it was a 40-year-old woman who was eventually identified as Nancy Dadisman, a 42-year-old who had disappeared two years earlier after losing custody of her children. She headed to Kentucky to start over after the divorce, but was never heard from again when her car broke down on the side of the road. Ten years after her death, investigation... Cracked the case. David and Bell and Emmy, who was already serving time for a murder, confessed to killing Nancy too. Bell said he was high on meth and at the time and picked her up in a car, beat her and stopped in her and then dumped her by the side of the road. He's currently serving 25 year sons for the first murder he committed. Perry, Season 5, Episode 2. In 1992, a man named P.I. E. R. -R E. wandered into a shelter with only $17 and could not recall anything about his past, but knew his name from a library card and thought he had some vague memories of San Diego. After months, doctors could not find any reason for his memory loss, but guessed he was suffering from trauma-induced amnesia. Later, when Unsolved showed Harry some sketches from a police Dutch artist, a drawing of a woman who may have worked in Perry's crack the case. The woman, a former co-worker, apparently named Carla, called in to unsolve mystery program. she had worked with him. The clue helped piece together his past, reuniting him with his family and identity. Michael Hughes, season eight, episode six. One six-year-old Michael Hughes was picked up from school one day, a man came to get him, who claimed to be his father. Really, it was Franklin Floyd who kidnapped the boy after forcing his principal to lead him to Michael and was later sentenced to five, fifty years plus in prison. Floyd would not stay where, stay where Michael was, but he insisted the boy was alive and well. When investigating Floyd's background, authorities found that he had previously gone by the name Trennan B. Davis in Oklahoma City and had a young girl with him, Suzanne, who he claimed was his daughter. He later moved away with her, and at age 17, Suzanne gave birth to Michael Floyd, said the boy was his and married Susan, who died just years later in a mysterious hidden room. Leaving Michael to foster care system after Suzanne's death, when discovered she wasn't really Floyd's daughter, she had been kidnapped by him too, and Michael wasn't even his son. In 2013, the FBI reopened the case, though interviews with Floyd. The real identity of Suzanne was revealed, although with her full name, Suzanne Marie doctor, Floyd also confessed to killing Michael, murdering him on the same day that he kidnapped the young boy. Patty Stanley, Season 3, Episode 19. Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. I break it now. Patty Staling, a mother of Ryan Staling, was accused of murdering her son in 1989 when he was found to have excess amounts of lethal gycoal in his blood had Jerika, who was sentenced to have prison Ryan with antifreeze, was sent to prison while awaiting trial, where she gave birth to her second son, David, who was subsequently placed in foster care When the same symptoms of antifreeze poisoning. The Staling's lawyer suggested Ryan could have died from the same disorder because the judge didn't allow the medical testament. The Steelings lawyer couldn't argue that Ryan had also had MMA, and Patty was sentenced to life in prison for poisoning her son. Shortly after the episode aired, doctors from across the nation called in to support the MMA argument, and that a test was performed to confirm Ryan's cough the death, which was in fact the disease. Shortly after, Patty was released from prison and reunited with David. Randy marked Younger season eleven episode one. Randy, a member of the infamous Outlaw Biker Gang, was under federal investigation for wrecking drug dealing and murder when he met Margie Josie, a young woman who worked at a tavern in Great Indiana. The two struck up a relationship and headed to Las Vegas where they vanished when Young was wanted by the FBI. Weeks later, Margie returned home. More invested in her relationship than ever. She disappeared again months later, leaving behind her luggage, car, and more essentials at home. Authorities were puzzled by her disappearance and her family suspected that Margie was being held captive by young Mar- Randy. 2014, years after the episode, First there, Randy was finally captured in Mexico, where he was found, living with Margie. When authorities identified the couple, Margie took off in her car, leaving the police on a chase that ended in her death when she lost control of the vehicle and crashed. Joyce Chang, Season 11, Episode 11, Two Years Before the Disappearance of some leaver yeah, another woman woman oh, another white woman, Joyce also mysteriously vanished. Joyce who lived in Washington DC and worked as a lawyer after her internship was lost at last scene at Starbucks in nineteen ninety nine. I didn't realize Starbucks was that old. Dang. I didn't even realise though. After the FBI opened up an investigation into a disappearance, Hank's belongings began turning up near the river, miles from where she was last seen. Months later, her body washed up ashore, but it was so dehydrated that no one, no cause of death could be determined. Joyce's case was later closed when investigators identified her killer as two men from the D.C., Area who abandoned Joyce with plans to rob her. Police suspect that in an attempt to flee Joyce, slipped on the riverbank and fell to her death below where she drowned in the river. One of her killers is serving life signs in prison while the others are currently living in Gaia. And that is the end. I hope you all learned something from this. I hope we all can help find more cases and unsolved things. And I hope we learn all different little better. Okay, I hope y'all have a great weekend. I will post again soon about books tomorrow. Thank you. Okie dokie, Artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our maybe it's important I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichoke okie dokie artichoke I break it's now I hope y'all like you can check me out on Facebook YouTube TikTok I also have another podcast I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.